BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, DJs, it is Friday, September 22nd. We have NFL Week 3 bets for you. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, another day, another DJ and parlay hit. Another DJ. That's two this week. Uh, you know, it's going to be a good weekend if we're hitting parlays heading into the weekend. But, you know, we, we talk about sports. We talk about cars. We talk about women. Another thing that we talk about in here is sometimes we talk about wwe wrestling and i'm sure you remember the stick back in the day with the rock i got a question for you max do you like pie <laughs> for i mean the uh, uh, codfish and mr fitted who, who joined the pre-show and just walked in and was like what the fuck are these guys talking about talking about pies <laughs> um yeah i i like to bake pies like you know um I, I I am a uh, you know my, my, I was telling you my mom was a great cook and uh, my sister's a great cook so I you know I picked up some things in the kitchen just from being around them and cooking with them so like I'm 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 kind of blessed that I got the the cooking abilities so I do you know other than the grilling stuff because I just I love grilling and I have you know a couple smokers and I love doing that aspect of being outdoors um, in the kitchen too like you know I've, I've, I grew up in an Italian kitchen so. Uh, make a lot of Italian foods, but also, you know, Christmas time, make the Italian cookies. But recently it's, it's, it's been all about the pies, make the homemade dough. Uh, so like this past week I was, I was telling you, I was in the grocery store, uh, saw key limes. My wife is a huge fan of key lime pie. So I made, made a key lime pie this weekend or the past weekend, you know, I made a lemon meringue pie for my, my eldest daughter. So I do, I do like pie, Panther. but you were talking about a pie in Indiana and now I'm intrigued. You know, Indiana has like their own little quirky things. I think we've talked about the Indiana, the Hoosier pork tenderloin that's like four times the size of the bun. But we also got another delicacy. It's called a sugar cream pie. And it's all the diabetes you could ever want. But it is so delicious. Some people like it warm. I like mine chilled. Um, but sugar cream pie and like a chocolate cream pie are kind of my go-to's. You have to Google it. You'll find it. Sugar cream pie. It'll pop I, I up. Did, It'll yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so is, is that like, um, do they kind of like, 
I, I guess it's, it looks like the consistency of like, um, yeah, like a, like a custard type pie. Like a custard type, yeah. Yeah, but then kind of almost like brulee on the top with brulee sugar. That's what it looks like. It looks like there's like kind of some burnt sugar or caramel on top or something. Brown well, sugar, maybe? It, I think what it, it could be sprinkled with some brown sugar or something, but when you put it in the oven and bake it, then it just kind of, you know, crusts its, itself. Gotcha. Wow. From, from, from the heat. I listen, man, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to find a recipe. It looks like uh, uh, good old Martha Stewart's got her her own recipe. Indiana sugar cream pie. So maybe I'll follow uh, Martha, Martha Stewart and, and make a sugar cream pie. I like making cream pies. I think we all like cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got week three NFL football. You said you got six? I found six. I didn't want six, but I found six. I got four. So, I mean, let's settle in. This might be 10. It might be 10. Let's start with, speaking of the Hoosiers, the Indianapolis Colts are hitting the road, going against, I guess, my homer favorite this season, the Baltimore Ravens, gotten off to a 2-0 start. And dare I say, we haven't seen the best that the Ravens have to offer. I think this offense is still set to explode. I don't know if they do it today. I do think the Colts have a pretty decent defense. That said, I think the Ravens are far and above better than the Colts. I'm going to lay the points. I think I've got eight and a half here. So I'm going to eat those eight and a half, put my money on the Baltimore Ravens. Well, the good news is we're not covering 10 games today. The bad news is I'm on the opposite side of this one. I think that I think the, the, the Colts, the, the, Indi- the, the, you know they're the Indianapolis team. weren't the the uh, they were firmly from Baltimore, right? The Baltimore Colts. I think the former Baltimore team. I think they've got enough to keep it close. I, my my understanding is that Anthony Richardson will be out, still in concussion protocols. That's my understanding, which means the stash gets in there. I listen. I think the Colts defense can kind of lock things down. I, it, I still haven't seen the best of the Baltimore Ravens. It's week three. Maybe by next week or the week after we start to see them rolling. I think the Colts can keep this one close. I'm I'm doing uh, the $25 bet on Indianapolis. Next game up, it's the Denver Broncos. Thankfully, we haven't had to see them in prime time yet or any prime schedule. Going against the Miami Dolphins, I think we probably have seen the best of the Denver Broncos, and they still managed to shit the bed and lose the Washington Commanders going down to take on the Miami Dolphins, who, again, I think are a far superior team to the Denver Broncos. Now, I know they've looked better than they did last year, but I still don't think this is a good team. And Russell Wilson, I do not trust. So I don't know whatever their slogan is, ride, cowboy, ride, or whatever. I think they go down, put my money on the Miami Dolphins. Well, some good news here again. We're not covering nine games because I'm on this one. The bad news is I'm on the opposite side as well. Now, I, listen, I took the opposite side of of Miami last week, and and I was incorrect on that one, right? Um, I don't like this Denver Broncos team. I'm, I'm with you. I don't like it. But I think their offense, surprisingly, is doing enough. I think, I think man – Six and a half is a lot to lay, even at home for the Dolphins. Uh, I I think Denver keeps this close. They're going to lose. They're going to be 0-3. That, I'm, not, I'm not predicting anything fucking crazy like that, you know? But I like Denver with the points here. I'm going to bet $25 on the Broncos. I'm starting to detect a pattern. I like winners. <laughs> you, you like losers. So I tend to think you might be on this next game, too. 
The Buffalo Bills are going to the nation's capital, take on the Washington Commanders. Uh, I don't think this team is bad, but I don't think they're good. I We don't really know what to think of Sam Howell as the quarterback, and I think we're probably still just, you know, stay of execution or whatever uh, with Riverboat Ron. But Buffalo, uh, are they back? I mean, they looked the part last week. I think that's closer to who they are than who we saw against the New York Jets in week one. That said, again, I think they are far better than their opponent. So six points, I'm okay. I think Buffalo will win by more than a touchdown. I'll lay the six points and put my money on the Buffalo Bills. Well, I'm not on this game, so you don't have to worry about that. It's a that. loser. It's a loser for you. I, I'm going to lean the loser. I'm going to lean Washington oh, at home. Okay. I Listen, I think Buffalo wins it's close. I, what, what are you? What are you giving up? Five and a half. I think that's the best line I can probably get you is five and a half. Let me check this out. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, five and a half. It's, it's six and a half at most books, but I can get you five and a half. It's close, man. Like I got, I got Buffalo winning by about five points. You know, so to me, they're going to win. I don't know if they win exactly by the touchdown on the road. Washington has been playing some tough football and. I still don't know what to think of this Buffalo Bills team. I hope they have a huge fucking week. I got Josh Allen on my uh, fantasy football team and uh, I had to fucking deal with Debo Samuel and C-Mac from my opponent yesterday. By the way, got that one right. Fucking Giants suck. Niners fucking whoop their asses. Um, I'm going to lean Washington. All right, next game up. I feel like we always have to talk about a sports team in the city of Detroit. And we're going to do it again in the NFL. The Atlanta Falcons are going to Detroit, take on the Lions. And listen, the, the Falcons are actually better than I thought they would be. I really didn't know what to expect out of this team. I don't think we knew what to expect out of Desmond Ritter, the, the starting quarterback. You got a rookie at running back. I, I, I wasn't sure, but what I'm seeing is disciplined football. I'm seeing they don't make a ton of mistakes. They're methodical. They play good defense, and they've scored enough points to win. That said, their enough points has been in the 20s. I don't think you can be in the 20s and beat this Detroit Lions team. Detroit's defense is still a little suspect. The Falcons are going to score, but I think the upside of the Lions' offense is just something that I can't ignore. Assuming Jared Goff doesn't have a, a turnover fest, I think Detroit can win this game. I'll lay the three points and put my 25 bucks on the Lions. By turnover fest, you mean he gave up this first interception in like years <laughs> last week. So uh, let's hope I'm not accusing him of anything. We're just, like, <laughs> just avoid it. Um, I don't know. Did you uh, did you see the play of Jared Goff with the fake handoff? It was so convincing that a defensive player Power sacked <laughs> sacked uh, Jared Goff and got a penalty for a late hit. <laughs> Uh, man, I really like this Lions team, but it's hard to argue that the Falcons are competitive. Um, I think that I think the Falcons have a chance to win this one. I I like Detroit at home to 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 pull this out, but yeah, I'm gonna lean Atlanta with the points. And don't worry, I've got some winners coming. The Panther, I'm not all on the dogs. I like honestly, I swear, like I'm I'm eating some chalk this week. I promise you. Here's the game that you're gonna eat the chalk. The Houston Texans are going to Jacksonville to take the Jaguars. Nope. Uh, C.J. Stroud has thrown for over 600 yards in his first two games. They've got a better 
running game than I think we thought they would have. He's making use of some good young wide receivers, but going against a Jacksonville team that we have winning that division, like running away with it, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, like we get it, the playmakers of Jacksonville, but I I just don't think this Houston team is as bad as we thought they would be in the preseason. C.J. Stroud has shown me some things, and eight and a half points just feels like too many. Not very often do I take dogs, but I actually think Houston has a shot to even pull an upset here. I'll take the Texans plus those points for 25 bucks. We got some agreement. I'm not eating chalk on this one either. Uh, pl- uh, nine nine points, way too many. Like I, I, I Jack- Jacksonville, yeah, maybe a touchdown, maybe a touchdown, but more than likely in that field goal range that Jacksonville wins this one. Uh, I like the Texans with the points here. Moral support, lean on Houston. All right, last game up for me, going out to the West Coast, where the Carolina Panthers will take on the Seattle Sea Chickens. Carolina will be without their rookie quarterback, Bryce Young. He's a little banged up and will sit this one out. Andy Dalton, the big red gun, the red rifle, is going to take the, the snaps for the Carolina Panthers. And that does not persuade any confidence in me whatsoever. Andy Dalton really hasn't been worth dog shit since he left Cincinnati, and I'm not sure if he was worth much when he was with the Bengals. Going against a Seattle team that's pretty good when they're at home. Six points. I could see this being closer than six, but that's not the option. The option is six. Maybe you find me five and a half, but I'm planning on laying the six. Give me Seattle for 25 bucks. Yeah, very lucky to have the six. It is six and a half. Um, it, I guess you can get six at a couple of books here. But, yeah, I'm seeing six and a half as well. Um, at, at the six, yeah, leaning Seattle with you. I, th- I think I think Seattle probably does this one, especially without uh, the quarterback in, in Carolina. Um, yeah, man, Seattle, I do think – just got punched in the face by the Rams in week one. They weren't prepared, right? It's uh, what's like a fucking broken goddamn record time. Preseason matters. <laughs> Preseason matters. And the teams that come prepared in week one tend, you know, they, they steamroll over teams that they probably shouldn't. I like this Rams team. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm even standing toe to toe against the, the Niners last week. They, they held their own for a bit. But I also think that Seattle just wasn't prepared. Their their defense, was, you know, their secondary was just kind of lackadaisical. Nothing was. We saw more of the Seattle team that I think they could be in Week Two in their upset win over the Lions in overtime. I think they continue to make momentum and progress here. Yeah, moral support. Lean on Seattle with you. All right, those are my plays. I believe you have two more. I do. I have two more. Let's uh, go up to. Uh, not in your neck of the woods, but you do drive through here from time to time. That is the lovely state of Wisconsin. I have spent many, many, many hours in the lovely state of Wisconsin and uh, never got a chance to go to a Green Bay Packers game. But I am also a part owner of the Green Bay Packers, so I feel obligated that someday I need to go to Lambeau to, to, to see the team that I, I partially own. You have a little piece of paper that means absolutely fucking nothing. But New Orleans is in town. And I... I, I don't hate this New Orleans team. I think Derek Carr and, and that defense is very good. But I am pleasantly surprised by Jordan Love and this Green Bay offense and their progression. And I think at home, they win and they cover this one. $25 bet on the Packers. 
this is a coin flip game, and I've just kind of resided myself to not get involved in games where I think they can go either way, and I really think this game can go either way. Derek Carr and the Saints are fully capable of going up to Lambeau and winning the game. There's no frozen tundra. There's no inclement weather. It's just, you know, September football. Uh, but you're right. Jordan Love, we didn't know what to expect. He didn't have, you know, a, a substantial playing time over his first three years for us to have anything to gauge. But we have been pleasantly surprised of how the Packers are playing better than the Jets, <laughs> I might say. But this one was too close to call. I'll lean the Saints because they're getting the points, but I couldn't bet this one. All right, last enough for me, Cowboys and the Cardinals. Uh, Cowboys are a team that we still don't know how good they are. Right. I mean, we, we really don't know how good they are based off their competition, and we're still not going to know how good they are based off their competition this week. They're facing an Arizona Cardinals team that I'd say have been competitive, but also seem to be like they're in tank mode. <laughs> you know, it also seems like they're it's like, oh, we're winning. No, we don't want to win. We don't want to win these games. I think they're overmatched here. Now, the one thing I don't know if you saw this uh, digs for the Cowboys out for the season torn ACL huge loss for that secondary for the Cowboys and um, they're going to have to find a, a replacement there I, and, and maybe even have to trade for one if they want to keep that defense humming like it had been that said I think they win I think they cover this one $25 bet on the Cowgirls yeah one of the things I'm probably not going to do is eat a lot of chalk I didn't let it do it last night even though San Francisco did cover, it's just, you know, it's something that we've talked about over the years where these NFL teams aren't really that far apart. I mean, they're a touchdown apart. They're a score apart. We've seen the Cardinals play some competitive football. I mean, hell, you might even be enticed to take the Cardinals in the first, first half until they realize they're winning and then decide to lose the game. But it was just too many points. I think Dallas, you know, the preseason undefeated streak continues until they play somebody. I, I just didn't want to eat that chalk, and I don't trust Arizona to cover it. I'll lean the Cowboys, but I can't bet it. All right, rapid-fire time. Let's go through the games we did not bet on where we're at. L.A. Chargers versus the Minnesota Vikings. You like the Vikings. You think the Vikings are the best team in the North. Don't know what to think about the Chargers other than Staley needs to win a game, and I think they win a game. Poor Minnesota, 0-3 to start the season. I'm leaning the Chargers. This is Chargers plus 1.5. Uh, you know, Chargers plus one and a half just tells me Minnesota's the play. I think the Chargers probably the better team, but Minnesota at home, their season's on the line in what we thought was a very winnable division for them. They cannot go 0-3 of their season. Might already be over. I'll lean the Vikings. All right, Tennessee plus three and a half versus Cleveland minus three and a half. I'm leaning Tennessee with the points. I do think Cleveland ekes out a win, but this Tennessee team, uh, same thing, been kind of competitive. Uh, I like the Titans with the points here. I don't know what to think here. I think I maybe I was giving Cleveland too much love. They laid an egg against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chubb, they've turned around and signed Kareem Hunt back on the team, although Jerome Ford will probably be the starter. Ah, too many questions here. I think Tennessee plus the points is the way to go. I see this thing coming down to a last-second field goal. All right, New England Patriots on the road, minus two and a half here in New Jersey against the Jets. Uh, New England has owned the Jets. It is just that's that's a statement right there. This Jets team, I don't like Zach Wilson out there. That said, I think that this division matchups are weird. I think this is a close one. 
dare I say, a coin flip game. I'll lean the Jets with the points. I do think New England steals the win, though. The Jets are desperately missing Aaron Rodgers. Well, could have been for this team, just is not going to be. I don't love New England. I know we, we think very highly of Belichick, but we have not really uh, – New England just not, has not been more than a 500 team since Tom Brady left. And I don't think they're much better than a 500 team now. That said, I don't think the Jets are a 500 team. I think New England can go in there and steal this one. I'll eat the – well, I'll lean eating the points. I was too close to call. I, th- I do think it's a coin flip game, but I'll lean the Patriots. All right, Chicago Bears plus twelve and a half versus the Kansas City Chiefs minus twelve and a half. Chicago, lots of sh- lots of crazy shit going on in Chicago right now. You got your quarterback calling out the fucking coaches. You got a coach allegedly under FBI investi- investigation and resigning, saying health issues, but it could be something darker and deeper. So who the fuck knows what's going on in Chicago? That seems a mess. That said, twelve and a half seems way too many points. I got Kansas City winning only by eleven. So <laughs> I'll lean Chicago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did. we haven't seen the best of the Chiefs yet. Travis Kelsey, you know, did play last week, still was kind of a little gimpy, but I think we're going to see more of the Chiefs get better. I know we shit on their wide receiver core and their inability to catch a ball, but that's going to, I mean, these are NFL wide receivers. That's going to get fixed. The Chiefs are the better team. Chicago can only go up, but I don't know how much higher up. We had them as our number 32 team in our DGen rank. And I think they're probably 32 next week when we do the rank. I like the Chiefs, but no way am I eating 12 and a half points. All right, I believe this is the last one up. Uh, Your Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night football. Uh, Pittsburgh minus uh, Pittsburgh plus three, Vegas minus three. I'll lean Pittsburgh with the points there. Uh, I still don't think that much of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost Deontay Johnson for three games. He's out. Kenny Pickett, I do not think, is their long-term answer at quarterback. Uh, the Raiders, they're the fucking Raiders. I, this team is destined for mediocrity. They're at home. Should be a raucous environment. It's Las Vegas. All the drunkards will be out for a primetime game. I'll lean Las Vegas, but again, another coin flip game. I don't want to really put my money on. All right, and those are your NFL Week 3 bets and rapid-fire picks. Not so rapid-fire, but close enough. We're going to take a quick break. After that, baseball bets. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. 
We are back, possibly never even left you. Panther, baseball time. Uh, I got a few. I like two, maybe. Yeah, I got two. Huh. Uh, I'm predictable Hi. today, too. You, you can guess where I'm going with one of them already because I've just been on a certain team's train as of late, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue that trend today. But I only got two. Uh, I've got four, and one of these teams that have been very good to me this week is the boys up north, the Canadians. The Blue Jays are hitting the road, going to Tampa Bay, take on the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, we got Casey Bassett against Tyler Glass now. Look, I like Tyler Glass now, but that seemed really, really chalky of a line against a Blue Jay team that seems to be finding their stride at the right time. I can get Toronto plus 140. I got to do it. Give me the Blue Jays for 10 bucks. Small correction, Chris Bassett, former Met Chris Bassett, who's oh, having Chris. a re really good fucking season. And I'm giving you tons of moral support, man. I I just don't see it. I don't see Tampa Bay. You know, Glasnow's good, but I think Bassett might be even a tad bit better this year. Toronto, yeah, value play here. Moral support leaning the Blue Jays with you. I feel okay with throwing that into the parlay. Uh, let's rip the Band-Aid off. I think you or I have bet the Mets at some point this week, every single day. We got the Metropolitans taking on the Phillies. Tyler McGill going against Tawan Walker. Walker has kind of righted his ship. McGill has been a pleasant surprise for what ended up not being a great pitching staff with uh, you know the, the, two, <laughs> the two future Hall of Famers not panning out the way the Mets had hoped. That said, I still... I think this is a coin flip game with the, the pitchers, which means it comes down to hitting, and the Mets hitters just don't measure up with the Phillies. The Phillies are the one team that are going to give the Braves fits. They keep keep on cruising along. Once again, I'll eat the 165, eat the chalk, and put 10 bucks on the fighting Phils. I mean, the problem with Taiwan Walker is his last five starts have not been that good on the season. Yeah, the former Met has been near elite, but Man, he's he's been getting rocked in his last four or five starts as opposed to Tyler McGill, who I, listen, I'm going to make a crazy statement here. I honestly feel if the Mets didn't go out and get Justin Verlander and had the pitching staff that they have now that's going much different, much different start to their season. I, I feel like I know Verlander was injured, but apparently he was having issues in the locker room with people and just like now, like since these guys have left, the Mets like look like they have fight. They've got nothing to fight for, but they look like they have fight. That said, I think the Phillies still win this one. I'll moral support lean the Phillies with you. But man, Tawan's got to fucking pitch him a lot better than he has been. All right, another team that's treating me very well, the Chicago White Sox. are on the road taking on the Boston Red Sox. we got the Battle of the Sox. Tuki, Toussaint, or Toussaint, whatever you want to pronounce it, taking the mound for the White Sox. Chris Sale back on the hill for Boston, and if there's one thing I'm making money on right now, it is fading the White Sox. Got to run line it to get anything resembling value, but that's okay. White Sox are absolute dog shit. Run line me the Red Sox for 10 bucks. A couple problems here. My, my problem is I can't I can't trust Boston to cover a run line, and it's too much chalk. I know, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's too much chalk for me. So, I mean, uh, let me let me get this uh, uh, run line for you. Uh, plus 100. It's it's fine. I just I I can't trust Boston to cover this. Uh, Toussaint and Sale to me are like the same pitcher. Uh, they go out there and they lay an egg, or they go out there and throw a gem. Uh, look, look, just look at their last two starts. Toussaint two starts ago against the Royals gave up eight earned runs in one inning, 
and then went five innings, one earned run. Chris Sale gave up six earned runs in four innings and then went out six uh, innings pitch, one earned run. I, these guys are like mirrors of each other. I mean, well, not mirrors. I guess opposite mirrors if you kind of face them in a mirror. It's like it's kind of like a, you know, a yin and yang type thing. Looks wise, they totally don't look like each other. <laughs> um, but they're pitching like each other. So I'll, man, I'm gonna lean the White Sox just because it's too much chalk for Boston. All right, last game up for me, another loser going against a World Series contender. The Kansas City Royals are on the road taking on the Houston Astros. Romber Valdez will take the mound going against Reagans for the Royals. Um, listen, I like the Re- I like Reagans. This kid's actually pitching really well. Houston is trying to sew up the, the Western Division and clinch that, get themselves a prime position for the playoffs. But uh, 220, 240, whatever the hell it is, way too much. I think Kansas City has a real shot here. They've won four of their last five, and Reagan's is pitching really well. I, this is my flyer bet for the day. Give me the Royals for 10 bucks. Uh, you remember our first uh, DGen parlay win of the, the week when, when I took Detroit uh, to beat the Dodgers? And you said, hey, do you want to win or do you want to go for gold? And I said, let's go for both, right? I'm going to say something crazy here, Panther. Let's win and go for gold here. I like Kansas City here. I'm leaning the Royals with you with that plus 205, and I I desperately want to throw that into the DJ parlay. We hit two. Those are what you got. All right. Uh, let's look at Baltimore and Cleveland. I love the pitcher on the mound for Baltimore with Kramer. Kramer is going against Shane Justin Bieber. I get it, and that's why that line is low for the Orioles, but I think Baltimore is definitely the better team. And I listen, Kramer goes out there and wins games. $10 bet, pl- minus 112 on the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, Baltimore's got something to play for. Cleveland's season has been over now for a couple weeks, and that makes the line a little suspicious to me. I don't know if Bieber maybe is pitching for a contract. I'm not sure why Bieber's pitching at all, given his history over the last couple of years with injuries and whatnot. That said, this line is telling me to take the Cleveland Gardenians. My brain is telling me to take the Baltimore Orioles. My mouth is telling you, stay away from this game. Well, you're probably going to say the same thing. Is Why are the Detroit Tigers only minus 135? Well, it's getting a lot worse, so I'm going to take the minus 135. X, Chris, there you go. Another Detroit Tigers bet for me. I'm so fucking predictable. Uh, I Listen, man, I know the Tigers uh, have been you know, winning some surprising games uh, as of late, but they also are winning the winnable games, and this is a winnable game, and this team is above 500 on the road, and it's the fucking Oakland A's. Waldachuk doesn't give me fucking much glimpse of, of, of hope that the A's win this one. It could probably be a different story if Blackburn was on the mound, but he's not. Uh, $10 bet on the Detroit Tigres. I use a shit on Walter Chuck all the time, but he's he's shown flashes of being able to find whatever makes a major league pitcher a major league pitcher. Minus 135 does seem a little giftish for the Tigers against the A's. That said, we already have Toronto, and we already have Kansas City with plus lines. Do we want to ride the Tigres one more time? 
Let's do that. Let's absolutely do that. So the Seagraves minus 135, the uh, Royals plus 205, and then the Blue Jays plus 134. This parlay plus 1,142. Let's go for the win and go for gold in the same parlay. Panther, that's it. NFL week three. That was a marathon, but you can take us home. I will take us home. I'm going to butcher it. I didn't write it down. I know it wasn't Adabayu, but it was Abadu or something like that. But we had a new DJ, Max. What was his Adabara. name again? Adabara, I believe. Adabara. There you go. Man. I don't know if he was one of our another new Reddit guy or not, but welcome, Adabara. Welcome to the asylum. Glad you're here. You guys could be like Adabara and come on in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name, and we'll holler right back. But most importantly, we talk sports, we talk everything, and you can tell us what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and the rest of the weekend. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's go Irish and make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.